You're listening to The One Relationship, where we believe a strong marriage is the foundation for successful families, communities, and cultures. I'm Kate. And I'm Tanner. We're your hosts, and we've each had our share of unhealthy relationships. When we met, we committed to not repeat the mistakes of our past, so we set out to learn everything we could about creating a rock-solid marriage. Join us every week as we bring you real talk from our experiences, other married couples, and relationship professionals we trust. To start strengthening your marriage now, head over to theonerelationship.com and get access to our free marriage manifesto today. Oh, welcome. Welcome. Wednesday, normally we do a Q&A. Uh, my name is Kate. This is my hubby Tanner. And we we love to be able to use Wednesdays where we can sort of talk about this week's podcast episode that was released on Monday and then give a little Q&A going on and get some questions answered. Um, this time though, we wanted to do it a little bit differently. So we're going to dive into our, our heading here of uh, counselors and coaches and uh, crutches. However, um, we wanted to just let you know that as we're launching our business and what we're really diving into is being able to help other couples, other married couples who feel like they're just maybe just getting by, just feeling so overwhelmed with the day-to-day. And uh, we want to be able to give you some counsel and some coaching um, to just make small improvements Start with those basic things that you can do on a day-to-day basis uh, that will then have a larger impact over time. And uh, we are opening up five spots uh, for the end of the year. This is something that we've done now where we've gone- Five spots for what? uh, For five spots to help you in your marriage and come in and be a part of our team for a 90-day uh, counsel uh, coaching really we're doing we're we're helping couples where uh, you may feel like you're just needing that outside perspective and we can be able to guide you um, through that so we're open up five spots and we want uh, we want to find out if maybe working together is the right thing so if you're interested to just learn more have uh, a free call with us ask some questions see what it actually entails and what it'll be about uh we've got the link to our calendar and you can set up a time over the next uh like week and a half now right we got about like a week or so of dates uh just go to marriagecoachingcall.com and that'll link right to our calendar and let's talk let's jump on zoom and sit face to face and see uh how maybe we can be part of your journey in uh, making your marriage stronger. Yeah, let me set a little bit more context. Is that um, we're taking a road trip in November? Uh, we're going to be gone the majority of the month of November, uh, so we have basically the remainder of the year um, booked out. We will be available, but we'll be on the road, and we have some um, specific things that uh, we're going to be launching in December. So our our rest of the year is planned. And uh, we thought, you know, we have the bandwidth for for five more couples uh, to meet in these weekly sessions like we've been doing. Uh, We're ending uh, a 90 day run um, with some some clients currently. And so we're we're opening those spots up. And I just want to say that um, you don't have to be sick to get healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't. It doesn't have to be that your marriage is in shambles right. um, to to strengthen it and um, 
end 2020 um, potentially in a better place than you started or, or a better place than you are right now. And that's really why we wanted to take this episode to talk about our experience and what we believe the differences are between uh, working with and getting counseling, um, coaching, and then uh, the third category is really crutches, uh, which is essentially uh, what we see people, what we've experienced people do um, in their lives and in their relationships to, uh, well, do exactly what crutches do, sort of mend a wound, uh, but it doesn't necessarily always um, uh, strengthen the muscle, right? <laughs> uh, crutches are are not the same as dumbbells, and uh, getting coaching and uh, is really the equivalent of of dumbbells for your relationship. So we want to dive into all of that. Our lives have been transformed uh, individually uh, before we even met. Our lives have been transformed. Uh, through coaching, through um, hiring uh, mentors, through surrounding ourselves with other people that um, are doing things that we're aligned with, have walked more miles in a certain direction than we have, and quite frankly, um, have enough in common uh, to support us, but have a different perspective and care enough about us to um, help us see our blind spots and find solutions to uh, whatever may be our problem at the time. So uh, we we started this podcast um, really with the intent of being able to share the information uh, and, and what's on our heart, what we're observing. Um, we also started it selfishly so we could interview some really cool people <laughs> because uh, people are much more likely to jump on, you know, an hour podcast interview than just like, hey, let's randomly get on a Zoom call and and talk. So um, we've already been able, you know, in the first uh, 15 episodes here, uh, have been able to accomplish both of those things. We're, we're just getting started. Um, but we ran a challenge on Facebook back in July. And out of that challenge, we made an offer to work one-on-one with people, uh, which is where our current... Uh, uh, clientele has uh, has come from. And so we have a vision of creating a community of couples. Uh, that's really what's coming in 2021. Uh, but before that fully launches, and quite frankly, to find the right people to be at the core of this movement and at the core of this community, um, we want to open up and, and, like I said, offer a few more spots. So um, thanks to to Kevin and Kelly and Prima and Jimmy. Jimmy's on again. Thank you so much. All Everybody tuning in on Facebook. There's a whole list of people Here on, Instagram on Instagram that um, you don't really see because it only shows you so like it's so fast the names scroll by. But thanks, everybody, that's tuning in live. Right now uh, I this see will Dark be Angel. <laughs> a, a, a podcast episode. Uh, that will air in uh, in a couple of weeks, but you get the um, distinct honor and pleasure of joining us live. If you do have questions uh, that you want to text, 720-459-4219. We love, uh, love interacting in text, and uh, I'm going to pull that dashboard up right now so we can make sure that... Uh, if any questions come in, we'll get those questions. But we're going to jump into it. Uh, first time tuning, tuning in. in. Thanks, Rosie. Thanks, Thanks for Rosie. being a first time listener. Yeah. Uh, counselors, coaches, and crutches. It's a mouthful. Counselors, coaches, and crutches. So let's start with the first one. 
Uh, we talked yesterday, we did a little impromptu uh, live, so we'll recap that a little bit, but we talked about the fact that uh, we work with a counselor, therapist, whatever you want to call her, on a weekly basis. And I'll have to say that uh, there was part of me that's like, oh, it's a little uh, weird to share that we're offering, you know, marriage advice and marriage coaching and to help other uh, couples and then to tell people like, well, we go to therapy because somewhere along the lines, many of us got the notion that therapy was uh, for broken people. Something must be wrong. Uh, I got the message that therapists, you know, they're, uh, I don't know, crooks and quacks and they just want to take your money and they'll mess your life up more than they'll help you. And um, all of this stuff that kept me out of therapy for the majority of my life until I went through a divorce. And um, fortunately, I ended up finding a therapist that I, I really liked, and uh, I worked with her for a period of time. And, and we parted ways, uh, one, because I had sort of worked through the things that I specifically wanted to work through with her, and two, uh, because she moved. <laughs> so I don't know if I would have kept going to her or not. Um, and then really, I spent the next, I don't know, I guess couple of years uh, in coaching, in coaching programs and personal development programs and business coaching and um, things, things of that nature. And I really enjoyed those environments. And that's actually how, how we, we met. met. <laughs> um, and, and so we um, we're not licensed counselors. We're not pretending to be licensed counselors. Uh, we believe that there is a um, there's a time and a place for counseling and therapy, and there are certain things, traumatic incidents, um, you know, deep trauma, uh, certain things that that counseling is is probably one of the only places um, that you can work on that. And then there's a whole other array of issues because life is a is a big spectrum. And uh, there's a whole other array of issues that we experience in life that, you could get counseling for and 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 that could help um but it might not feel like oh well this is broken or this is a specific um trauma that i'm trying to work through i really just need some support i need somebody with a different perspective i need somebody that's been there and uh, and quite frankly that's uh that's really what coaching is is about and that's that's what we found from a business and a personal development world and hadn't really found it in the relationship space specifically around marriage so i'm going to pause there because i want you to talk about your past experience with therapy mm-hmm. and then getting into you know personal development so my Similarly to Tanner, I had this notion that if you were in therapy, it was because there was just something very wrong or there was something wrong with you or, uh, yeah, just something that something was wrong with you. And I just always had this um, perception of people who uh, just didn't have it all together and had all these, you know, major problems uh, that they would seek counsel and actually, even as I got older and understood what like personal development was, the, you know, these self-help books, uh, I thought the same thing about them as well. I thought that uh, these were for people who, you know, needed to figure themselves out or something like that. And uh, I had one experience with a therapist, with a guy I was dating, 
Um, basically that scenario was he cheated on me. I wanted, we, we decided that we wanted to actually figure out how to stay together. I asked if he would go to like, I needed counseling. So I found a therapist. He came to like a session or two. I went to a few by myself. Um, ultimately to find out that this therapist really just wanted me to sit there and talk and not really guide me through what I'm sharing, which we both have said, you know, in yesterday's conversation, like, you want to find a counselor who is going to help you take with what you're sharing to be able to process it, um, get to the root of where it's coming from, solve it, be able to let it go. Like you, you want to find a counselor who's going to do that. Some, a therapist who can do that is one um, that you really, you, you know, you would want to invest in and, and keep uh, this woman didn't really do that. And so I, I decided to, to step away um, so I, oh, I don't know. I mean, probably went a handful of times or so. Let me say um, this real quick. You would want to find a person that helps you make progress unless you're interested in just paying somebody to listen to your problems and not actually change your situation. Yeah. Because there are people that um, just want to pay for people to listen to their problems but not really change their situation. We're not necessarily saying that's a bad thing that just wasn't for us nicole yeah. saying that's exactly what she's dealing now with her therapist yeah. there are many many different modalities of therapy um that that's another thing that i think we should mention right there there are many different types of therapy um you know but but talk therapy and and tony robbins talks about this talk just just talk therapy is one of the um sort of longest most ineffective ways for people who actually want to solve their problems right. and and move forward in life. Yeah. And Karina is like, you know, not all therapists are made equal. 100%. And, right. They're not all the same, right? We're, you know, every person is different, right? We all know that we're unique, different people. Uh, therapists will take their line of work in a different way uh, from the next therapist out yep. there. So you, you, you want to know that there's someone out there if that's what you feel like you need in your life. You just have to search for the right person. The first person you find might not be right, right? We date until we find the right person, right? Same thing with a therapist, you know, date your therapist a little bit, find out if it works. Uh, and if not, keep looking. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, I just really got to a place where I was like, this isn't, this isn't what I wanted to do. So I left and, you know, ultimately that relationship ended, whatever, you know, I moved on. And as I, uh, started to become a more independent professional woman and working and, single and date, but dating. And, you know, I, I, uh, I just thought all like, therapy and I didn't have a good experience with that one. So that sort of just set the tone for all of them, which I also don't recommend just because you have one bad experience. Doesn't mean all of those similar experiences will be bad. Right. Did I just lose my mic? Uh -oh. Um, yeah, this mic keeps, um, so, you know, just recognize, <clears throat> excuse me, recognize that, you know, not all experiences are going to have the same result. And, um, but I, I, just sort of was closed minded in that sense. And then when I started my own, um, my own business, my health and fitness business, it was encouraged. And this was actually the same company that Tanner had joined, although we didn't know each other at the time, we just both joined it at, at, at different years. Um, this was, this was like a, a, a vital behavior to be engrossed in personal development. And so I was surrounded with people who, taught me how personal development is actually a benefit to you. If you think about, you know, 
the the gym, right? And going to the gym. If you think about, well, if I go, you know, once, like, am I really going to get a lot of muscle tone and lose a lot of weight? If I eat, you know, one salad this month, am I really going to lose the 20 pounds that I'm looking to lose? No, it's it's a continuous process. If I only watch negativity, and this is the prime thing for our current state of affairs right now, um, if I'm only watching doom and gloom on the television and the news, news, but even if you even just take the shows that people are watching, I mean, we've got like zombies and like i mean just just the you know this person's having an affair with that person and like then then that's what you're gonna think is normal that's what you're gonna think is like the everyday stuff and when you start to remove yourself from that kind of environment and say hey i'm gonna actually put myself around some people who which is where sort of the count uh, the the coaches and the mentors come into place in personal development these people want to lift you up. They recognize that there is plenty to go around. And if I share how things work for me and I share that with you, then you get to win and then I get to win and then we all get to win and there ain't no losers. Like we're all winning, right? There is plenty to go around and win. And I loved that. I became addicted to that. That was that was where I was getting my high from that. I'm like, wow, I could be around people who actually want to see me succeed and, and they're succeeding and they're doing well. And we're all like just being positive and cheering each other on. Like that's freaking great. Especially where I was coming from this sort of depressed state for years. So I, I really encourage you to find like, like take inventory of what you're paying attention to and where your priorities are and you know what are you looking at on a daily basis what are you listening to on a daily basis because and and that can also be like your family or your friends right it doesn't have to be on a TV or YouTube or you know uh Instagram social media, social media yeah. right like it can be um just like here like we'll talk about social media and how they're very much designed to keep you sucked in for their agenda. Um, We use social media for our business and for what we do, but we would much rather you come and sit and join with us and and be in a positive space and um, help you feel like you can tackle something for that day rather than sitting there and looking at all the freaking like hatred that goes on on some of these comments. Like, so just know where are you paying your paying attention? And um, and personal development really was a huge eye opener. I recognized that I I wasn't broken. I could work on some things. That's okay. And look, the best of the best at the top. You know, you don't think, uh, you know, Steve Jobs. You don't think Zuckerberg. You don't think Bill Gates. You don't think any of these people are um, like working on themselves in some capacity? Like, of course they are. How do you think they got to to where they are? So they, you have to do work on yourself. You have to do work on your marriage. You have to do work on how your I'll parenting. I'll just say those probably aren't like the best examples because Steve Jobs was an asshole. People have mixed opinions so about, about Zuckerberg. And Bill and Gates. And Bill Gates. So sure. not those people. Well, I'm sure they're into personal development. <laughs> the point is, well, and, and listen, uh, corporate CEO executives, from my very, very, very limited experience, 
Um, I know this isn't broad, but unfortunately, it is sometimes those people in those corporate roles um, and that get in power that actually don't work on themselves. So I just want to interject there and say, yes, you have to have a certain mindset to get to a certain level. There's a lot of conversation right now about wealth inequality and unequal opportunity and all of this other stuff, which I don't necessarily disagree with. I also know from my own experience that your level of opportunity and what you will open your eyes to is dependent on what you will open your mind to. And a lot of people have a very close mind based on their upbringing, again, speaking from experience, that prevents them from having the eyes to see opportunity and things being different. And so that's where if you get in an environment that's invested in sort of keeping you stuck or keeping you comfortable even, comfort, comfort is death, um, that's what can prevent your growth. And I'm like, I love that we're able to share this live and then get feedback because Tracy says she paid a therapist for 20 years, yikes, um, and moved through the lot, lots of issues uh, which is great, but didn't move forward in life until she started working with a coach. Like, couldn't have asked for a more perfect comment for this. And then <laughs> not Ro- Ro- Rosa had a, a not not the same, but a similar situation where you know the therapist just sort of told her that that her depression was based on her ex husband, you know, being away, uh, but didn't really want to to work it out uh, and and help her move through that. So again, we're not demonizing therapy or therapist. We, we have love a our, therapist. We love our therapist we love our therapist we're not sure that in the the time of corona and no personal contact like we're not sure that we would have found her that we would be working with her uh we understand there's a lot of barriers for people when they think about like oh does my insurance cover this they don't take insurance do i have some sort of you know some sort of program that's going to help me with this um and and so there's there can just be a lot of challenges in that arena uh, but for textbook information, psych- psychological, um, you know, evaluation, like 100%, there are only certain people. Like, you wouldn't get an open heart surgery done by somebody, you know, who stayed at a Holiday Inn Express. I think that's their commercial, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you, would go, you would go to a heart surgeon. But again, there's this broad array of issues um, that life is a full spectrum and and that's where coaching comes in. And so similarly, I found myself in personal development post divorce uh, because I I got into a business opportunity that encouraged growing because again, the truth was that my business was never going to outgrow my mindset and and my personal development. And that just to stop there, that's the thing that I think we've recognized. Like we're only going to move as far as we've allowed ourselves to grow, right? So mm-hmm. if we can expand our brain and you know expand what our knowledge is. Uh, and and what we learn and what we can do, like then that continues the growth. So and yeah, the, and it's and it's less about oh, I need to learn new things, right? We've mm-hmm. learned a lot. We've learned a lot of psychology because we're interested in it. We've learned a lot of things about business and health, and we've learned a lot about these things that we're interested in, which has led us to be where we are. Um, you don't have to want to start a business 
to have a coach. There's literally this is a this is a very very rapidly growing industry where um, people with different perspectives and more experience and different aspects of life are able to offer their services, offer their experience to help bring other people along the way. If you think about the reason that the majority of people would go back to college as an adult, like a, a adult education, is to better themselves in some way to take advantage of or create a greater opportunity in their life. Um, we're just, again, not a, um, uh, you know, like I would, I thought about going back to get my MBA. I didn't graduate from college until I was like in my mid twenties after I had my first kid, uh, because I didn't go the traditional route. You took some time off from college. Um, again, there's a place for everything, but if you think about the traditional systems of like, okay, if I want greater opportunity or more information, I go to some institution, I take some courses, I have to learn about some new information and, uh, coaching can help teach new information. I think the value of coaching though, is even greater from getting a different perspective being reminded of things and potentially helping you uncover what's already inside of you. Mm -hmm. And most traditional mm -hmm. sort of courses and modalities are more just like, here's more information. You need more information and input more information. We, <laughs> we all have information overload right now yeah. right there there's no like the information age we've lived through it we've built the internet we've built the 24 7 news we have google we have wikipedia like we have youtube like that you there's can go no find shortage. a resource for anything yeah. you're looking for the question is what is the intent of that resource? What is the value of that resource? And how do you actually take that resource and that information and put it into action? And so that's what uh, wisdom and accountability. Thanks, Jimmy, for saying what we've been talking about for 20 minutes in two words. Wisdom and accountability <laughs> is, uh, you know, there's a there's a woman that we were on a, a um, um, Zoom call with last week, and she says, uh, cut a check for speed. I always write a check for speed. And I like that because people say, oh, you know, money doesn't buy happiness. You, you, time is the most valuable resource. You can't make more of it. You know, all these sort of cliches, which, you know, sure, I agree are true. And at the same point, you can uh, pay <laughs> to find an environment that will help you increase your happiness, that will find um, an environment to help you increase your speed. And I think like we sort of devalue our own story, but our mentor Bo continues to remind us just how fast things have moved in our life when we got clear on what we want. Neither one of us went to, to this event in La Jolla five years ago to look for a spouse. Apparently Kate might have because everybody that remembers meeting her at that event remembers her talking about how she wanted to well, meet a man. Well, yeah. I mean, just a, just a side note, I uh, I forgot that I'd said this to our mentor that I'm like, hey, I want to find a, you know, I want to find a guy. I want to find a good guy. Um, but, but I, 
But really, when I was going into that event, I went into that event thinking it was going to help me from a, a business place, you know, and just to to be better. Um, I was sort of always in the back of my head, like I was at a place in my life where I wanted to find the right guy. So I just, it was always in my mind that no matter, he could be anywhere, right? So I just left it where he could be anywhere. He could be at this event. Maybe he's not, right? And and so I just was sort of keeping that open-minded. So there was always that in the back of my head. I mean, even like the first time I saw you on stage and Bo's asking you questions and everyone's, he his hair was shorter, but he was growing it out and it was it was still shorter at the time. But, you know, everyone's oohing and on over his hair. And, you know, and I'm just like, I don't know. It's not all that, you know? And I'm literally sitting there watching him on stage being coached, like ruling him out in my mind. Like, I was there for me, uh, but there was always just sort of this underlining, like, my Mr. Right could be anywhere. And then they, you know, said how old you were. And I'm like, ah, he's too young, blah, blah. Meanwhile, I marry you. Um, but it's, um, yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, it, it's always, it was always in the back of my head because I knew that that was what I wanted, you know. And like Tanner was saying, like, when we got clear about what we wanted, I knew what I wanted in a man. I knew what I was going to accept and not accept in a relationship. And so I got clear on that. So I was like, cool, he could be anywhere. So that's really where where that was in, in that, that first weekend when we met. Sure. And the point being that you wanted a family, mm-hmm. you wanted to be in mar- you know, relationship or be married, yeah. all of these things. And we met. A year later, we got engaged. Six months after that, we got married. Instantly, you became a stepmom. Uh, two weeks after we married, you got pregnant, and then what? A couple months after, well, how many months after Charlotte was born? Uh, Thirteen months. Okay, 13 a year after Charlotte was born, born you I got, got pregnant, pregnant again. again. And, and uprooted, and, moved, like yeah, like just a lot has happened in a short which wasn't all roses. Uh, most of it was the thorns. Actually, I think we're yeah. finally starting to bear the fruit of all all of that. <laughs> but the point is, in in five short years. Um, your entire life changed and the majority of my life changed. I was already living in Colorado. I already had a daughter, but um, my life looked very different as a single dad of a five-year-old than it does of a, you know, husband with three kids to being under the age of two. So um, things can move very fast when you get clarity and you have support. Can you do it alone? Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Can you go pick up some books? Can you watch some YouTube videos? Absolutely. Um, and and, and that, I, I think, I'll lead into the third part of this episode, which is crutches. I don't necessarily think books or, or videos uh, or podcasts uh, you know, are, are crutches. You can be learning. Um, the amount of people that finish like online courses that they pay for is in the single digit percents, like less than 10% of people that <laughs> actually pay for online courses actually finish them. So I don't know what the statistics are for the amount of people that actually finish a book and implement what is learned in a book, but I have to imagine that if people are paying you know, hundreds of dollars and thousands of dollars for courses that they never complete, um, there are probably even more people that uh, never finished that ten or fifteen dollar book that they pick up that they thought was a great idea. And listen, we're guilty of this. We've got a bookshelf of books that we oh, haven't so made many. our way through. Um, but that's sort of the journey: is you've got books, you've got courses, and then you've got uh, coaching, and you've got other groups that you surround yourself with, and and being accountable, 
being supported by somebody else that has your best interest in mind, uh, we just believe is is the best way to make progress. Now, there's the this third category, which I sort of bounce back to, is is crutches. And what this looks like, from my experience, is people um, struggling in their marriage, maybe struggling with their kids, just not in a in a good place. And uh, they say, you know what, we're gonna take a vacation, um, and we're gonna put this vacation to Hawaii or wherever we're gonna go to Disneyland. Uh, we're we don't even have the money to do this. We're just gonna put this on the credit card. And we're going to go and we're going to have a good time and we're going to take pictures and we're going to post it on Facebook and, and we're just going to put our smile faces on and hope that five to seven days away from our house in a beautiful place where we all smile and have fun uh, will help magically change something when we get back. And I've been on those uh, vacations and in those situations and it's like, it's not even, you don't even enjoy the five to seven days. Like your problems follow you. Your problems don't exist just in the four walls of your house. Your problems exist within the relationships of the people that, that you're in a relationship with. Well, and also you could, you could have a really great time because you're just taking, you're just enjoying things on the surface. Sure. Right. So it could be like, you're not really enjoying yourself because the problems follow you. You could also just say, forget it. We're not going to talk about any of it. And we're just going to have surface stuff and we're going to, and you, you sort of have a good time, but then you come back home and it's still not resolved. So regardless, and like, then you got to figure out how to pay then, for the credit card <laughs> bills to, that you took the vacation yeah, on. Add, and that adds add even more, more stress. stress. <laughs> and, and so, or it's like, Hey, let's, let's move. I, you know, I mean, that was that was partially my story was uh, things sucked living in Kansas City for a variety of reasons. And my uh, former wife wanted to live in Colorado. And so I'm like, OK, like, let's move. Let's just uproot ourselves. Let's go to a different location. It's beautiful there. There's more stuff to do. And, you know, lo and behold, uh, those problems followed us to Colorado. Damn it. I didn't remember <laughs> packing them in the in the in the U-Haul, but apparently they followed us to Colorado. So uh, let's move. Let's get a dog. I hate to say that because we got a dog earlier this year. Like we weren't trying to compensate for anything. We were just holding a, a promise to my daughter that's been outstanding for a couple of years. But, you know, let's get a dog. Let's get a this. Let's get a Nintendo. Let's get a new TV. Like whatever it is, um, oftentimes we as humans attempt to fill our uh, emotional voids with material items. And so those are crutches. Other crutches, alcohol, drugs, um, porn, Porn, sleeping, sleeping in, uh, sleeping around, cheating on your spouse, you know, all of these things where it's like, well, I'm not fulfilled at home. So let me just go scratch this itch. Let me just go fulfill this need. Uh, I'm just going to stay out even later, you know, at the bar with my friends or whatever. Uh, COVID has, has sort of created an opportunity for people to spend more time in their homes, uh, for better, or for worse with, with the people that they live with that has, um, exposed some of this stuff, quite frankly. And I think what your dad sent us a survey, uh, just the other day that indicated, you know, surveys, I always take them with a grain of salt, but I think they're a good, a good pulse on what's going on with a, a certain group of people. 
uh, that indicated that one in four couples uh, responded to this survey uh, with a variety of information about how they're struggling during this time. They're struggling at home. They're struggling all being under one roof. They're struggling, uh, you know, balancing working from home and uh, parenting and being, you know, school teachers and sort of everything. And then being in fear about going out and seeing other people and not having birthday parties and not going to the bar and not having date nights, like all of this stuff. So, um, you know, these problems existed far before we were all, um, you know, asked to, to stay home and be afraid of each other. Uh, but they have been amplified by the current situation that's happening in our society. And along with those statistics, suicide rates are up. Uh, the use of alcohol is up. Domestic abuse is up. Um, Actually, the re- the reports of child abuse is are down. down because the teachers who have been calling on the situations are not seeing their kids and therefore, like it's a lot that's of child a, abuse that gets reported through the schools, schools and so right. that number dropped, and so there's a certain you know view you could take and go, oh, cool, like child abuse is down. That's great. No, the reports of child abuse are down, um, but the, the and it's not you know the the phrase of like safer at home. It's it's not actually safer at home for everyone. So yeah. let's let's be real with what the current situation is creating. So. Um, but here's the thing, you know, it's, it's really put stresses and we under and, and rightfully so, right? Like there are stresses that have now come onto the families for the situation that we are currently in, um, that, you know, bringing some things to light and families are either going to say, okay, let's take what's happening and find a way to work through it. It's not necessarily going to be easy and and you know, we got to put some work into it, but let's actually work on it. And then there's families where it's just starting to destroy them. And we're coming from a place of we don't want your family destroyed. We want you to be in a better place leaving 2020 than where uh you know, than really how you started and and really how this year has gone. Um, and for the cynics out there, like, oh, are you, who are you? Are you kidding me? It's 2020. Like, of course, my life's going to be horrible. Uh, not true. You know, it's just not true. There's a lot of people that are having uh, tremendous. tremendous success right now, not only from a business perspective, but from a personal growth perspective, from a making pivots in their careers perspective. There are a lot of people that are uh, not making headlines, that are having tremendous success. Trem- I, I feel like I drop a it's huge a drop of Trumpism <laughs> here, but um, that I don't want to overstate it. Uh, at least from our very, very you know small uh, circles of people that we've been fortunate enough to surround ourselves with, not everyone is struggling. Many people are actually thriving during this time. Some of them are having like the best year. Like, I mean, many people in business are having the best year, best year. 2020 is their best year. Right. So, um, and and we think we say that that so so that you have hope, like, you know, like we, like if it's tough for you right now, there is a way to come out of it and, and work through it. Yeah. And I just think that we know it's a big, bad, scary world out there. We live in Colorado. Our skies have been filled with smoke. The world's on fire, not only from our forests, to our cities, 
to social media and the division in politics and the division in everything else. And what we're most concerned about is the division in your household and the division in your relationships and how this is permeating from politics into your household. So um, that's what we're here for. We're not going to save the world. We can't fight all of the battles. But the thing that we feel called to focus on and use our experiences and take the pain of our past and turn it into something of value for the future for others that others can benefit on is helping people in their relationships, specifically in their marriages, and offering that through a service that has changed our lives that we have invested uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars in, literally hundreds of thousands of dollars in between the two of us in terms of coaching and personal development and creating these communities and creating an environment that allows you to know that you're not alone, that allows you to see that the the world and your opportunities and the gifts that you hold are maybe much brighter than, than you've been able to see in the, the darkness that you've been living in, and to, to create a space to learn and grow uh, mostly a, as an individual, also in your relationship, and to grow and connect with other people who have the same desires as you. And so that's what we're up to. That's what we feel called to. That's what we think we can have the most impact with. That's what we have the most experience with. And so as we we started this um, this episode with, we're opening up five more spots through the end of October. So over the next uh, really 10 days, seven days, up until next Wednesday, uh, I think our calendar is is open um, at marriagecoachingcall.com. Uh, you can text us 720-459-4219 if you have any questions or want to talk about anything else. Uh, but really over the next couple of weeks, uh, we want to help as many people as possible as we can in those free 30-minute sessions. And... Um, you know, we'll talk about. We ask you a couple questions when you book that call. Like, what's the biggest thing you're you're challenged with right now? How long has it been an issue? Like, give us a little bit of context uh, and show up to that call ready to move something forward in your life. And if that type of interaction uh, works for you and seems helpful for you, uh, we can evaluate and talk about if if you're a good fit for one of the five spots that we're opening up on our calendar. Uh, through the remainder of the year into to January. And it, it's, you know, we're entering a time where uh, holidays, not only is it, you know, election, after the election, we've got the holidays. Uh, somewhere along the way, the, the media and the advertisers sold us that the holidays should be this joyous time and we should just overeat and blah, blah, blah. It's a wonderful time with family. Um, but from my experience, holidays can be some of the most toughest times. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe you don't get along with your family. Maybe it exposes loss that you have had. Maybe it brings up financial issues. Uh, I just think the holidays uh, can really just be a big bag of coal, quite frankly. <laughs> uh, they can be joyous, and you can, you can make them joyous intentionally, uh, but there can be a lot of drain and stress around the holidays. 
And we don't want people to just float through the end of the year and think that when the calendar changes to 2021, something magically is going to change about their life because it's not 2020 anymore. Because how you end this year is how you will live your year next year. And if you don't make a choice, life is a series of choices. And if you don't make a choice... This year, before you get busy and caught up with the holidays and the celebration and the turkeys and the wine and whatever else, if you don't make a conscious decision now to do something different and to end your year in a different way than it's been going right now, even if it's great, I, I'd love if you've got the best year and you want it to keep going great. Uh, those people that have great years and create great results know that that's not done by default. And so even if things are going great, maybe in most areas of your life, but it's like, man, I just, you know, my spouse and I haven't been that connected because we've been so worried about the kids and uh, schooling and maybe, you know, work and, and what's going on and just living in this house together. You know, you find out who your people really are <laughs> when you spend uh, this amount of time with them. Uh, whatever your situation is, we'd love to offer you a free 30-minute consultation at marriagecoachingcall.com. And uh, we look forward to working with those five couples that uh, that come out of that that want to continue on through the end of the year. Otherwise, you'll see us here uh, every week. We just planned out the uh, podcast schedule through the end of the year into next year. Uh, we've got a lot of interviews to share with you and uh, several more topics like this that are in our minds and on our hearts that we uh, look forward to sharing more with you. Well, thanks for joining on Instagram over here. And thanks to Facebook. Uh, we appreciate you so much. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of The One Relationship. Be sure to subscribe right now. And we'd love it if you could do us a quick favor too. Please rate and review this podcast. This will help others who want to strengthen their marriage discover our content. To get our free marriage manifesto today, head over to theonerelationship.com. And while you're there, we'd love to hear from you. Just hit the Contact Us button and send us your questions and feedback. Join us next time for more Real Talk on The One Relationship.